that's not where we're gonna start because you weren't recording. Right. Uh, you ever go to Godfather's Pizza and get the uh, get the buffet, not the actual pizza, because they have like a buffet, like a pizza ranch style mm. thing, but it's like very abysmal. No, I don't like to get food poisoning. I I remember that was one of the spots that after uh, after Catholic mass growing up on Sundays we would either go to uh, Bonanza, uh, Godfather's, or if uh, money was really slim that week uh, we'd go to Burger King. But at Godfather's my 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 family always bullied me because like they have all the options for pizza and everything like that, but I just really like the spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> You're but, like the easiest kid to please, spaghetti and water boy. That's all I need in life. But the thing is, the spaghetti was fucked up because it was, like, in, like, a buffet serving-style thing. So it was in just a giant vat of spaghetti, like, noodle water. And it wasn't spaghetti noodles. It was, like, the flat, like, fettuccine noodles. And then there was another thing for, like, you could choose your sauce. And I would just get, like, wet sitting there for four hours spaghetti (laughs) and put their shitty fucking... their, Their probably just their pizza sauce onto it. Yeah. And I'd be fucking happier than a clam like that. And then I would play, uh, Wait, what? I would play Time Crisis okay. 2. Because uh, oh, they had the arcade oh, cabinet. Dude, was that the one where they had the guns that actually, like, recoiled and stuff when you shot? Or is that Time Crisis 3? Time Crisis one, the one, was the one where you had to duck. Okay. Like, you actively had to, like, duck. They had that, and I think they also had a Metal Slug, like, 4. Yo, like an arcade? Yeah, they had two arcade cabinets just in the corner. Though I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably the only one that fucking... Wait. We gotta pop it. Three, two, Wait, am one. I doing one too? Oh, yeah, ASMR. That spiked that audio so bad right there. Yeah, I hope it fucking... Someone, someone's eardrums were bleeding, that's for mm-hmm. sure. What are you drinking? White Monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really concerned now because subconsciously... So I have three beverages right now. I have a water, I have a Klaus Taylor non-alcoholic brew, and I have my White Monster... And I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back and forth between the monster and the beer, and it's going to be a real bad time. That's I just know that that mixture is going to fucking probably create sarin gas in my throat. It's going to turn you into the boomer meme. I just spilled all I over myself. I see that. I already am the fucking Wojak with the with the white monster <laughs> and the scraggly <laughs> facial hair. That's, that's who I am on the inside. Yeah. Well, that's a white monster. I got this fucking... G Fuel. It's got Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, you got the peach rings one? Oh, it's peach flavored. That's why I didn't like it very much when I took a drink. You, you, you fucked up. You gotta you gotta really pay attention. I didn't. I was distracted. <laughs> distracted by the fact that Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> is on the beverage. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's like blue flavored. Oh, it's chili dog flavored. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking sodas are so nasty. Like the ranch soda. Yeah, yeah. There's the fucking. I, it's closed now. They did like their fucking liquidation and liquidation sale, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and got rid of all their shit. But uh, there was the like candy fucking like beverage like novelty <laughs> store in uh, the Merle High Mall, and uh, I fucking bought a fuck ton of stuff last time I was there, and. Yeah, they have, like, all the, yeah, ranch soda and, like, barbecue sauce soda, which you might as well just water down barbecue sauce and make it yourself. Carbonate it? But that was, like, the only place you could get Jones soda, which is, you know, good shit. That is good stuff. I had that blueberry lemonade one or whatever the hell that is. Yeah, there's also, I I bought it when I was there last when they were doing their liquidation sale. (laughs) You should just open a soda shop called the Liquidation Center. 
the liquidation center. Parlor. The liquidation parlor. The Thirst Tavern. Hmm. And other bad jokes that aren't funny. <laughs> no, I got a Rowdy Roddy Piper, uh, like, bubblegum uh, Oh, I soda. get it. Yeah. And... I like I bought it and then immediately had buyers uh, buyers remorse or regret or whatever <laughs> that, that phrase is. Buyer remorse. Uh, because I was just like I really don't like bubble gum and drinking it sounds fucking abhorrent. So Bad. I it, it sat in my fridge for like three months and then finally I was just like I gotta I gotta drink the Roddy. I gotta I gotta I gotta pie the piper. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. I took like two sips and I just poured it down. It sounds like it would taste like that antibiotics that they give you when you're a kid. Yeah, the thing. shit that they give you in the little uh, the little, little spoon uh, tube boy. spoon. Yeah. <laughs> I was spoon man's son. I wish I could consume all of my liquids through a tube spoon. <laughs> I want to drink everything out of the spoon that they give you with when you get a McFlurry. <laughs> the thing that attaches to the to machine. The yeah. I didn't even know... Do they still make the tube spoon? Has anyone had the fucking baby antibiotics in their adult life? Because if they just made that like a candy or something, yeah, I would just eat it. <laughs> just the, the just baby antibiotics? <laughs> yeah. It's You're just a, good. You, uh, yeah, I'm at my desk at work and I just uh, sneak out a thing of baby antibiotics. Yeah. This episode uh, brought to you by a crinkly bag. It's also, uh, yeah, I got my traditional Chex Mix here, and what, what do you got? You got your, I got uh, some pretzel cheddar cheese combos. What's a combo of? Um, pretzel and cheddar cheese. There you go. And salt. I was kind of considering the other day, because, like, I have a pretty lax desk job, mm-hmm. to put it plainly. Um... I was wondering if there would be any issue with me bringing in non-alcoholic beers and drinking non-alcoholic beer on the clock. It's just as long as you don't come back to work, or as long as you don't get wasted at work, right? Well, I mean, it's not alcoholic, so like... What's the difference between drinking that and anything else? In like a soda. That's what I'm thinking, but I also feel like I don't want to be the guy, you know, drinking, drinking out of a bottle, a baby bottle. <laughs> I don't want my coworker to be like, Jackson, what are you drinking? Because then I'm just going to have to be like, oh, it's, don't worry, it's non-alcoholic. And then I'm going to have to have the conversation of, why are you drinking a non-alcoholic beer? <laughs> yeah. And then I have to explain both the, oh, I don't drink alcohol, but I do really love the taste of beer. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, too, that's too many weird things for me to have to explain about myself to normal people. Yeah, why are like, you drinking a non-alcoholic beer at work? Yeah, because not... <laughs> Because not drinking alcohol is weird enough to these people, and then having to explain that I love the taste of beer despite not drinking alcohol. There's definitely two rites of passage to non-alcoholic beer. That someone who um, is not just a recovering alcoholic has to go That's through. always the thing. They always assume, like, oh, what happened? Because I'm just it, like, nothing. I was 16 and I made a choice for myself. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's like people like look at that as... Uh, a replacement like a placebo alcohol like no normal sane person's gonna drink an o'doul's yeah like this is my vape like oh i like this o'doul's yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's like a vape this is my liquid vape i have an oral fixation i need to i need to have a fucking bottle to my lips Dude, at least you know how there's vape tricks are there non-alcoholic can we invent non-alcoholic beer <laughs> tricks <laughs> <laughs> you all right okay um so 
what that just was was something that I mentioned before we started recording. Is the fact that I have three beverages right now. Uh, I have my white monster. I have my water. I have my Klaus Taylor, which I, we might have been recording when I mentioned this. Actually, I think you were. God damn it! I'm stupid. Uh, I definitely just uh, took a big swig of the monster and then immediately went to the uh, Klaus Taylor, and uh, I think I might need to uh, I might need to uh, swish some water around my I mouth. I gotta for a know what bit. that's I gotta know what that's like. I got a little leftover that non-alcoholic Heineken, and I got these peach rings. Yeah, do a double fist it real quick. Fisting. Let's go. It's kind of impressive you didn't spill on yourself. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> I really hope that sound picked up because that was really good. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it's gonna make me. Go maybe through. maybe next week I'll bring in like a couple a couple brews and just put them in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah, I wanna I want one of my coworkers to open the fridge and go like, is that beer? And then like have to like take it out and look at it and then be like, who the fuck is <laughs> which, bringing this? Which in? fridge are you gonna put it in? The fancy fridge. I, I staked my claim a while ago. Yeah. Did we talk about this on here? I can't remember. Yeah, the fridge was a thing. Uh, yeah, the fridge that my new coworkers brought in, I have started putting my lunch front and center in it every single morning. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do have personal beef with one of those people now. Why is that? What'd they do? He told me not to fucking throw my banana peels into the grass. Why not? He said it was littering. No, it's not. It's a fucking. It's a banana fucking peel. banana peel. Like some, some birds can eat Some it. raccoons gonna carry it off to his fucking village. Because <laughs> yeah. it was I, the the audacity of this motherfucker that dresses like a plainclothes police officer, and I called him sergeant the other day, and I think it really, it really, it really bothered him too. Maybe I brought a little bit of this upon myself, like most things in life. All right, but sergeant. I was I was sitting in my car, had my music playing, had my windows down, and I was eating my lunch. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I didn't even see the dude. He must have been like behind my car, like in, in the, the car bushes. next to me, or in, the in the bushes, in the bushes. Uh, but I fucking, I finished my banana and I just tossed it into the grass, which there's a little bit of grass between my work parking lot and the next building's parking lot. And I toss it, you know, think nothing of it. I'm like looking at my phone, and this dude that. I face every single day that I work with that I've had no conversation with before. Man, like this is my first interaction with this plainclothes police officer. Mm-hmm. Is for him to come up to my car and go, "Hey, you, uh, you really shouldn't just toss those out like that." And my response was, you know, my typical like I was so taken aback that I couldn't immediately switch into dickhead mode. I just had. He's to be in like, dickhead mode. Yeah, he caught me off guard. I was I was woefully unprepared. It's my feet you. were up. My music was playing, and I just. You're just I, enjoying your life. I was fucking having a Feeding great time. Feeding the animals. Feeding the animals, and I was just like, "Well, why is it a problem?" Mm-hmm. And he was just like, "That's uh, that's that's littering," and I'm just like, "It's a banana peel." So you afraid someone's gonna fucking go over on, on a go cart or something? <laughs> yeah, someone's out. gonna fucking be gonna taking, lose a, taking a midnight stroll and they're gonna <laughs> slip on the fucking banana peel. But he, when he said it was littering, my brain switched from, oh, this is a hostile person that's upset with me, to this is a fucking idiot. Because I'm no scientician, but banana, <laughs> <laughs> banana peels have to fucking deteriorate in, like, a week. Yeah, they do it in your house if, even if you don't want them to. Yeah, they're like, they're like strawberries. Yeah. Uh, I f- strawberries. And I, like, and I... Uh, 
fuck, I don't even remember what I said after that, but I, I kind of just fucking blew it off or whatever, and he walked back into the office, and I was just sitting there, like, fuming, so fucking mad that this fucking idiot... Just giving you shit. ...was upset with me throwing a banana peel out my window enough to come up to me and try to give me a stern talking to like he's my dad there has to be some other underlying thing that you've done that you may not be aware i feel like unless this guy is just a fucking tool i think he is a tool and i'll say it to his face (laughs) um i think i think about that sort of concept a lot where there's things that i do subconsciously that annoy people and that's why people like don't like me like i feel like any reason so i'm gonna say it right now if you dislike me it's not it's not for reasons i'm aware of (laughs) and if it is fuck you (laughs) but i feel like because like most of the people in my office like i feel like i'm pretty well liked i do my job i mind my business but I feel like anytime, anytime anyone, like, speaks to me with a different tone, I'm always just like, what the fuck did I do to piss them off so bad? You just worry about it. I was, it's not a worry, it's just, like, I'm always, I always have a concern that I'm doing something that I'm not aware of that's, like, a, impacting other people. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that, because I don't want to fucking, I don't want to fuck with other people's stuff. You don't want to have problems with people you have to spend, like, eight hours a day with. Yeah, and also, like, I know how pissed off I get at work when, like, some other fucking dumbass is, like, Im- impacting my work by something that they're doing or not doing. So I don't want to be that guy. Right. But, like, as far as I know, I'm pretty fucking smooth sailing. You're fucking... You are for now, but the problem right now, Jackson, is that you need to... Get back at this guy for ruining your lunch break, basically. He, I'm not going to get too specific, but he drives a very particular car. Well, uh, I should put a banana peel underneath his I one. think you should go one step further and put a banana peel on his desk. Or... You know what, I'm going to be honest, I don't think this dude even has a desk. Okay, well, figure he's out not, where he resides in your office. Yeah. And then put a banana peel there. Or you could be kind of like... Just a full bunch of bananas. A full bananas, yeah. Like, they're green. It'd be kind of weird to, like, take... Like, get a bundle of bananas and then take all the bananas out and leave the peels attached together. (laughs) I don't know if it's funnier to leave the peels or leave the bananas. (laughs) (laughs) Just Just a bunch of bananas. Just have six loose, peel-less bananas on a desk. Put the bananas in the grass out front, too. Is that literally... (laughs) My banana peel, it sprouted. <laughs> There's a banana tree out front. Or you could give him a Rasta banana as, like, a gift. Like, from I'll the I'll just fair. keep giving him, like, I'll give him banana Laffy Taffies and stuff like that. He yeah. could be the banana guy now. Yeah, just keep gifting. Be, kill him with kindness, but just only get him banana or yellow-themed objects and items. I'm gonna give him, like, a yellow, like, parka, like a raincoat. <laughs> He's gonna be dressed like Curious George instead of a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> is his name George? I don't know any of like like I've said and like I established I think in the other podcast I do not know any of these people I've never really had a conversation with them after he did the banana thing there was a situation where he was in my way and I was just like oh can you uh, step aside quick sergeant which is a real dickheaded thing to say to a complete stranger but mm-hmm. at that point I was still pissed off about the banana thing. I was just like, I'm going to be a fucking cocksucker to this dude (laughs) once, and then I'm going to be done with it. But now I think I need to start giving him bananas. Yeah, bananas, banana-themed items, yeah. I I thought I was having a stroke when I was leaving work today. Yeah? Because 
I hit some. It's Friday. Today is Friday. We're recording this on Friday. I, Fourth I, wall is broken. I, I hit someone with the "Oh, have a nice weekend" thing, right? And you know how, like, sometimes when you say a phrase or like you drive like a certain model of car, you start noticing all the other people that have that same. Every time I see my car, because I drive a very, very common car. Yeah. You start noticing I, all of yeah. that, like, around you. I said, have a nice weekend, and then all of a sudden, as I'm walking through, like, the office hallways and stuff, everyone's like, have a nice weekend, have a nice weekend, have a nice It was, like, over and over again, and I was like, I'm, I'm gonna fucking pass out if I hear one more person say I, this phrase. I really don't, like, there's, people in my office do those same, like, goodbyes like that. Um, it's always like, have a good night, or, you know, all uh. that stuff, like, the basics. I refuse to do those because... There's two reasons. One, I don't, I just don't like doing that to begin with, because mm-hmm. like I don't work with anyone directly, so like it'd be weird. I'd have to go out of my way to tell someone to have a good night. Yeah. And also, my desk is like, I would have to backtrack into the office to tell anyone to have a good night because I have a direct line to the door. Mm-hmm. So I would like have to be like, I would have to meander back to the rest of the people in the office, and usually when I do that, it's because I have an issue, and I don't want to like. <laughs> get everyone's attention have everyone looking at me and just be like oh, have a good have a good have a good night hey guys i'm leaving I'm, I'm leaving an hour before you guys like normal <laughs> i think that might be the subconscious thing that makes my coworkers hate me is the fact that i show up after everyone and i leave before everyone also it sounds like you don't do any of the normal social stuff that most people do out of like a courtesy but they don't thing. well I don't participate in that, and also, like, they're all kind of, like, friendly with each other. Oh, but they're also, oh yeah. They're also all middle-aged women, and I'm a 22-year-old man, and... This is your time to shine. Yeah, this is my time to fucking get put in a will. That's what it <laughs> yeah, is. Right? This is the time to be getting invited over I for mean, the look, weekends for the grill-outs. These ladies are at the end of their, you know, this is about the time where they can't have the kids anymore. This is your time to... Not necessarily do anything like that, you know. Yeah, you're not, not doing You're not that. ready to be a father, but, as my mother says. As your mother says to you, but uh, you you could play the that card and be like the most popular guy in your office if you wanted to. I really don't like what you're insinuating here. I would like to be a stepson, though. You would like to be a stepson. A stepson that vote. doesn't involve any of my either of my parents marrying anyone else. Like I would just I'll be like a half son. <laughs> I'll come over and I'll like you know come over for the grill outs. I'll. Uh, I don't know, maybe help with handyman projects every once in a while. Do you like, light some of the fireworks off the 4th of July? Yeah. you that guy? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, uh, how, like, families will have, like, uncle, quote-unquote, but in reality yeah. it's just the dude's friend. Mm-hmm. I'll be like that, but a son. You're, like, putting firecrackers in frog's mouth. I don't know why I'm stuck on this 4th of July motif all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, are you really, like, are you really, like, remiss for 4th of July and, like, Dude, summer celebrations? I love 4th of I love blowing things up. I love bang. So you're a big fan of the U.S. government phone? I just like blowing... Well, I mean, maybe what it used to be. <laughs> back in the good old days? Back, back when, when they were Back good. when they were against the uh, empiricism and stuff. Good old days. The good old days. The longest time ago. <laughs> days. Yeah, no, I just I just like uh, fireworks, I guess. I like the... They're pretty cool. I have, like, a couple hundred dollars worth of fireworks in my basement that, like, I've always been meaning to set off, but now I live in a residential area where, like... It wouldn't be out of the nor- ordinary to set them off, because I live in a fairly, uh, you know, a, an interesting neighborhood, to say the least. You could probably shut them off, but you'd probably have the cops at your door in about an hour. 
No, their cops are never around my area. They, I think they're 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 not scared. They're just like, eh, they're they're doing their own thing. Just We're not gonna worry there's about them. No trees around. Yeah. So maybe maybe I'll do that for uh, for Fourth of July. Is I'll set off all these fireworks that I've had for about three years. I remember setting them off in that old apartment uh, complex parking lot. Were you there that one year when we were doing yeah, that? Yeah. And that guy started shooting bottle rockets at us or some shit. Maybe that wasn't you. I remember we. I brought over some of mine at one point, so there's maybe two separate stories that we're remembering. Yeah. It was like this tiny little driveway. I mean, it was like a big driveway area, but it was this small apartment complex next to a college. And there were yeah. always cops around, like, all so the much, time. So much wooden structures, too. Yeah, <laughs> the like worst old place wooden to set structures. The it's worst always, place. like, rotting and stuff. Dude, that was such a bad idea. But it was life, fun. Life is full of bad ideas. I was setting off fireworks on my old place, and I, like... My whole plan was, like... Because you know you're supposed to, like, have, like, a stand to put them in so they go, like, straight up or whatever? Mm-hmm. I just, like, put them in a cinder block. But the thing was, like, once you set off one, it would knock over all the other ones, so it would end of up course. just fucking firing into random directions. I shot a bunch into the tree by my house. <laughs> I've never successfully done that thing where you tie the action figure to bottle rockets and then get it to actually go into the air and explode. I remember trying to do that once when I was a little kid, and my, it was like my brother and I and my mom came home while we were doing it, and that's like the most angry I've ever seen her in my life. Moms don't understand we're, we get it. We understand. We know what we know. What pyrotechnics? We understand fire. We're seven. Listen, I know what's going on here. I got just. I we've tried it with ten bottle rockets. Didn't work. We put twenty on. This we're hypothesizing. Do it. It's a scientific method. This is trial and error. Trial and error. And that's the, that's the method. Actually, now that I think of it, the angriest I've ever seen my mom was. Uh, I was a shithead kid. I'm a shithead adult, but I was a shithead kid. And, uh, our neighbor, we had one neighbor that we never really talked to that was, like, the neighbor directly east of us, and there was, we had a garage and, like, a bunch of evergreen trees separating our properties, and right next to the evergreen trees was, like, this white fence, like, classic white picket fence sort of thing going Mm -hmm. on, and, uh, the neighbor dude had, like, a bird feeder on it, like, a really fancy, ornate (laughs) bird feeder, and one day I was just like... That thing looks dumb, and I just hit it with a baseball bat and just <laughs> broke it into, like, a million pieces. I was probably, like, eight, eight years old. And, uh, like, later that evening, or that afternoon, my mom was just like, what happened to, uh, the bird feeder out there? And I was just like, oh, what bird feeder? <laughs> like, I immediately played dumb, because I, like, realized, like, oh, fuck, actions have consequences. I'm eight years old. That thing looks dumb. Okay, okay. That was probably my logic, and uh, eventually my, my mom, like all moms are able to do, she got the answer out of me that I fucking, I batched it with a metal <laughs> baseball bat, and she's like, you know you're gonna have to go over and apologize, right? And I was oh. just like, oh, what, apologize? <laughs> what? <laughs> Actions have consequences? What? <laughs> so uh, she walked me over to his house, and uh, she was like, she was like upset clearly because i just fucking damaged this dude property and she probably is like oh fuck i'm gonna have to pay to replace this bird feeder and uh i like knocked on the door the dude opened it was kind of an older like big fat dude fat not jolly just a bigger dude Mm -hmm. and he was just like uh what are you what are you doing here like he literally like immediately was like kind of like weird and defensive like he had like someone tied up in back or something like that Mm -hmm. 
and I was just like, hi, I was Jackson. I, I live, uh, I live at the house next door and, uh, I, I broke your bird feeder and he like immediately, like his eyes like got fucking wide and I like started like trying to ramble and my mom was trying to help me being like, we'll help pay to replace it or he'll like, you know, do chores for you. Like that sort of thing, trying to like get him less mad. And he like was just standing there just staring at my mom and I. And, like, as soon as, like, we kind of stopped, he was just like, you broke my bird feeder? And oh, shit. And I was just like, yeah. And he started, like, screaming at me. Oh. And, like, calling me, like, names and calling me, like, stupid and shit like that. And the second he, like, raised his voice at me, my mom, like, grabbed me, pulled me back, and stood up to him and started fucking yelling back at him. <laughs> and, like, was calling him all sorts of names that I never heard my mom say. Because my mom does not swear. She's like pretty quiet pretty chill like super naive and was just screaming at this dude until he like just fucking backed down and slammed the door in their face so you didn't have to help pay for it or do chores literally if i remember correctly my mom turned to me and just said fuck that fucking guy and then we walked back to my house (laughs) the thing was we were neighbors with him for the next fucking seven years until we moved but that was just always the thing. It was just like, yeah, that dude's a fucking dickhead. Like, we were, like, yeah, I broke his fucking bird feeder. Like, fucking whatever. It was shaped like a, it was shaped like a, it was shaped like a giant bird, which is really funny in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I broke his bird feeder and that, uh, that was enough causation for him to scream at an eight-year-old child yeah, that he didn't I, know. I can't imagine doing it. Because, like, as an adult, I feel like when you're put in that situation where, like, a kid breaks something, like, if, if you're a homeowner... Yeah. And you had something in your yard that looked like fun to destroy. Yeah. Because you could still it was recognize a, it. It was a colorful plastic bird feeder. Of yeah. course I was going to bash it with a baseball exactly. bat. What do you want me to do? And then the kid comes up to the door with the mom. It's like it's like when a, a parent has their kid pay when you're like the cashier somewhere. And the parent's like obviously trying to help their kid learn how to like, oh, yeah, like social skills. So you're like, oh, okay. Hello, sir. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I love do doing that, that so much. Oh, that was my favorite thing, thing at, uh, at Target. That'll be $10. I see you got 12 I only need... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, walking them through it a little bit, playing... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're in that situation, you're supposed to be the guy that's like, oh, you broke my bird feeder. Man, that really sucks, but I'm really happy that you came over and told me, and I accept yeah, your apology. That's blah, blah, something blah. where you have to be an actual adult and be like, I'm speaking to a literal child here. Like, this interaction will mold how this person right. views adults for the rest of their life. Right. I should probably be nice to him. Instead, he fucking yelled at me. And now because of him, if someone breaks your bird feeder, you're going to fucking scream at the child. Yeah, I'm going to become Jeffy Dahmer. <laughs> Jeffy Dahmer. <laughs> In past past that, like, for the rest of my, like, childhood living in that house, every time, like, my friends and I would, like, ride our bikes or our skateboards past that dude's house, Mm -hmm. like, without fail, we would glance over and we could see him, like, looking out his window at us. Because he, like, had it out for me and my brother after that. Was he, like, an old man or something? He, like, in my mind, he was super old, but I don't think he really was. Like, he would have, like, his, like daughter come and like help him around the house i think he wasn't very old but i think he had like a physical like limiting disability like he might have had like you know a bum knee or some shit Mm -hmm. but well that was his wife's old bird feeder (laughs) well fuck his wife (laughs) jeez i'm i'm eight and she's like dead she's dead he just lost his wife and then he broke the bird feeder at least i have the bird feeder yeah you fucking smash it with a bat and it goes poof and you're like whoa that's pretty cool (laughs) 
No, fuck that guy. Oh, man, okay. Yeah, that's the only time I think I've ever seen my mom raise her voice, probably. Nah. I remember doing all kinds of stupid shit like that when I was a kid. All but sorts my, of my parents, My dad would just get super mad at me and, like, just openly yell. The dumbest thing I could think of, though, is probably when... There's, like, an episode of Drake and Josh or some show like that where he sucks the... Like, his drink he out with a the... vacuum cleaner. <laughs> you see? Yeah. <laughs> he sucks, like, a drink up with a vacuum cleaner, like a shop vac or something. Yeah. And I remember being like, that's kind of cool. So I found the vacuum cleaner in our house, and I just kept uh, pouring soda into glasses and sucking it up with that little hose thing. <laughs> not realizing that vacuum cleaners are not equipped <laughs> for that sort of behavior. I fucking destroyed that thing, and I put it back, not really thinking about it. And then, like, a week later, my dad comes in, he's like... I bet it was real fun sucking up all the fucking soda with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Do you remember what kind of soda it was? It's probably like Coke or something. Shasta. Shasta, Fago, I don't remember. I just, oh my god. It was a little shit. I probably would have fucking yelled at me too. That, that reminds me, specifically the shop bag reminds me of one time at one of my old jobs, uh, one of the warehouses flooded because there was just a big storm and it like flooded one of the warehouses and like part of the sales floor and stuff like that. And we discovered it right away, because that, that building had, like, a bunch of leaks in the roof, too. So, like, there was always spots that, like, would get water whenever it rained. Piece of shit building. But this was, like, real bad, like, standing water to the point where it's like, we need to take care of this. <laughs> yeah. And it was a hardware store, partially, so we, we, like, discovered it right away in the morning. And, like, I was just like, all right, I guess we gotta find a shop vac and uh, get... Fix, fix this uh, fix this issue and mm. the person that was opening with me was just like well shouldn't we get manager approval first i'm just like there's water on the floor we need to clean it up like <laughs> unless you suggest getting paper towels like we have we have a clear solution to this issue and he like you're a free like, thinker he was just like well i'm gonna see if we have one in the back that like we've already used for this i'm just like there's one right there, just grab it and plug it in, like, and, uh, I kept having to, like, argue back and forth with this dude, just like, there's a shop back right here, why are we not using it? And eventually I, like, he, uh, he was just like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and find one, so the second he was out of, like, visible shop, I just walked over and grabbed the shop back and, uh, started using it, and, like, 20 minutes later, he, he rolls up with the shittiest, tiniest little shop back that's, like, covered in fucking dirt, and I'm already, like, almost finished, and he was just like, oh, what's that? And I was just like, oh, we, I just found this one. <laughs> and then, uh, I realized, uh, he kind of psyched me out a little bit, because I was probably 17 at the time, and this dude was older, mm -hmm. and he was just like, well, I talked to one of the managers, and apparently the manager said something about, like, we can't, like, store, like, clearance, like, store, sale out those, like, products that would have to, like, that would have to be my shop vac now, Oh. and I was just like, oh, fuck, that was, like, $150 shop vac <laughs> I grabbed, I literally grabbed the most expensive one we had. <laughs> And, uh, what I did was, because I'm a dickhead, I, uh, snuck it out to, we had, like, a little shop where, because there was also an auto center, I cleaned it out very, very well, and put it back in the box, and put it back on the shelf. <laughs> Dude, someone got a fucking shit, well, it, they're just gonna return it, and then be like, well. Also, it's a shop vac, like, who fucking cares if I used it once? <laughs> to do what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I want that, I want that sort of, uh, sort of policy to exist with all products. I used it once. What's your problem? It's a thing that's going to get used. Yeah. 
I took a bite out of your sandwich. What do you, what the fuck do you want me to do? It's still it's still ninety percent of a sandwich. I wore these underwear one time. I just tried them on just to see how it looked. Just turn them inside out. Just give them a wash. Yeah, like you're not gonna wear them more than once. I guess like obviously with like power tools, like buying used power tools is already a thing. But like, I should be able to take stuff out of like I should be able to use stuff once and have it not be that much of an issue <laughs> that that I used it. I would really love to hear you argue with a manager, but like put that argument forth in oh a give, retail give me setting. give me five minutes to mentally prepare and I'm fucking in on it. I kind of feel like it'd be fun to get a side retail job. You that cook does not with matter. you cook with pans every single day. You're gonna use this pan three five hundred times <laughs> in your life. Who cares if I made scrambled eggs on it this morning? <laughs> it'd be fun to get like a retail job on the side just to like see how quick you could climb the ladder just by pulling all these power moves out. I'm really that's a really good idea, and I might put in some applications <laughs> just, just for, for like fun. Because like I I only work during the week, and I only work during the day during the week. So I could comfortably get, like, a side hustle, like, weekend job, so I'm, and just see if I can, like, commandeer an entire store. Like, I'll get into, like, an Ace Hardware, like, a smaller store, and try and see if I can, like, you know, do my communist rise, <laughs> rise in the, in the Ace Hardware. I'm gonna get all the employees riled up. Yeah, I'll take by force. I'll be standing on, like, a milk crate, like, screaming about wages. Yeah. You have a Che Guevara Target t-shirt on. Exactly. <laughs> Yelling about black people or something. Yeah. We gotta get more black people in the <laughs> store. That might not be the best soapbox to get on. That's my only that's my that's, own, only, that's my only stance. It's just like we need to start marketing. <laughs> we need better you, marketing for we, you more need to, you need to different start, kinds of people. What I'll have the employees do is start marketing in their own, like, free time. Like, if you're ever out in public and you see a guy, just tell him to go to Ace Hardware. <laughs> I'll start distributing flyers that's just like, you uh, bored on a Saturday? Come to Ace Hardware. I like, I, in my head, I picture, like, one of those, like, revolutionary flyers, but it's just a guy behind a cash register just looking off in the distance, like, you know, just kind of... Yeah, the, the standard cashier, cashier I want to kill myself look. Yeah. I, uh, it's something that, like, retail workers subconsciously do, but it would be, it's, it's something that retail workers subconsciously do, but it would be a problem if the jobs tried to push it, where, like, when you work at a job, when you work in retail, and you're not working, and someone has, like, a problem or needs something or anything like that, your brain will default and go, oh, that's nineteen ninety nine at Target, you can just come and get it, I'll let you use my discount. Like, that's, like, just a subconscious thing. It's just like, oh, yeah, the place I work at, you can buy it there. That's like, you're, 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 you're being a salesman off the clock for these companies subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you worked at Target and you're just like, You're all a right. walking coupon. It's like, all right, uh, you got two days off. You need to uh, tell five people about Target. <laughs> I'd be like, excuse me? Yeah, I'd Am be I giving like, him a copy of I'd be like, are you going to fucking suck Bullseye my cock for it? Bullseye like, or something? Yeah, <laughs> do I have a yeah? I have a quota now. I need to tell people about Target. So dumb. Like if you tried to get if a company tried to get people to like market off the clock for that shit. I know there's some places you can work where they'll tell you to post on social media. Yeah, it's like oh, we're looking for we or like when they're looking for you know new hires. I know Bed Bath and Beyond is like really. Well, there's that. I'm pretty sure when I worked at Journeys, I remember. Them being like, yeah, go ahead and post online about our fucking shoes and stuff. And our 20% off Adidas kids. 
I'm going to be like, fuck no, I'm not doing that. I'm not fucking up my carefully curated feed. I don't care. I don't give a fuck if some fucking schmuck I barely know that I went to community college with wants to come in and get some fans. I mean, unless people actually did what they did in the training videos. The fucking Journey's training videos were so ridiculous. Because it was like, be like, how to build the sale shit, you know? That shit's so fucking fake. I love it, it is, so much. It's so good because like, be like, people are like, hi, what are you in here for? Oh, I'm looking for shoes. And then it's like, okay, sitting down, they bring out like five boxes of shoes for them. It's like, always bring out more than the pair they asked for. And they give you like a list of yeah, the like, kind of shoes you're supposed to bring out and shit. The like training for like upselling and stuff like that it's is ridiculous. basically just like, here's a five step process on how to not talk to people like they're human beings. Mm -hmm. It's here how to, here's how to sound like a fucking robot weirdo and make people not want to buy from you. My favorite thing, my favorite policy they had there was the three no's until it means no. So they're just telling you not to practice consent? <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's just, it's like, they were just saying like, okay, well, you got to try to sell them. And if they say no three times, then you, you back off. Like try to upsell. But if they keep saying no about stuff. That's fucked up. I, hate I, I, know, I never did it. That was always, like, I, I don't know if, like, I don't think we ever got any, like, target training for sales. Mm -hmm. If we did, I didn't do it, because I never did anything there. But when I first worked at Yonkers, I was, like, 16, mm -hmm. and they had, like, a whole, like, whole sort of structure for, like, sales and stuff like that. And I was a 16-year-old, incredibly socially inept, incredibly awkward kid, and I was the one male employee in the entire store, <laughs> and it made me very uncomfortable. So I was, like... And I, like, never really had a retail job before that, so I didn't really know how to talk to, like, the general public in that sort of, like, dynamic. I still have no idea. I still have no idea. I, I talk to people like they're, they're fucking stupid, and like that's they're why. they're aliens. Yeah. They're not real people. So that training was basically just like, alright, you got this already socially awkward 16-year-old, let's give him a script and get mad at him <laughs> if, he doesn't, if he doesn't follow it. So, like, there would be certain policies, like... Um, you can read, right? Here you go. <laughs> there was certain policies with, like, when people would come into the department, you had to immediately, like, engage them. It was... You weren't supposed to let people browse. Mm -hmm. But... Which you'd think would, like, end up being, like, a cooking mama sort of, like, super stressful situation where you're just, like, trying to greet people. But there was, like, four cuspers in that entire store at one time, so it was pretty, pretty easy. But, like... Imagine walking into a department store and you're just like, all right, I guess I need a tie for that wedding coming up. And you yeah. you take two steps into the department and a 16-year-old with fucking shitty broken glasses and a lisp is just like, what are you in here for today? Uh, can I can I help you with something? <laughs> and there was a big thing about, um, it was a big program, it was called, uh, you had a lanyard, it was called a Luffy lanyard. Luffy lanyard. It stand for L. It was L U F I. It stand for Let Us Find It, which was basically that was L U F Y. Let us fuck you. <laughs> let us fuck you in the <laughs> stock room. Yeah. Uh, where that was part of it. When you engage, you're supposed to find out exactly what they're looking for, and then you're supposed to grab it for them. Oh no. Or take them to it and start showing them, showing them it. Like the big thing was not letting people browse. But I was 16, and I'd, like, see a dude off in the distance, I'd be like, please don't walk in, please don't walk in, please don't walk in. Because every time I would, like, let a dude just walk past or let a dude browse would be when my manager would be like, so, do you want uh, to talk to that guy yet? And I'd just be like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's just browsing. 
I would always be like, browse. I'd always be like, oh yeah, I talked to him, but just, uh, yeah, he's just browsing. He's just like, oh, you want to follow up with him in a little bit? I'm just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to this 40-year-old man looking at Tommy Bahama shirts and be like, so, This is uh, a good one. I know I just I talked like to you. Uh, <laughs> I know I just talked to you five minutes ago. Do you need help? You've been <laughs> Do you need help? No, sure. Help, please. I distinctly remember when I first started at that job not knowing how to approach people, so I would have, like, I would have, like, dude trying to approach girl at a club level of, like, Attempts where I'd like see a dude off the distance, like looking at like the gloves, and I would like walk past him and just like do a quick turn around around the fixture, like behind him, and just be like, All right, nope, nope, gotta try again. I would like walk, I would hover around people and then do a quick turn and circle back because I would like lose my confidence. I would like start walking, I'd be like, I would like start to say something, and it would just be like, All right, gotta go, gotta go. Oh, That's like give, me a minute. give me a minute. Like working at Target and then like having to ask people, oh, "Are you finding everything all right today?" And in your head, you're just like, "Please just, please, please just say, no. say yes. Please. please just say you're finding everything all right." Yeah. <laughs> How many? I don't know, dude. I I'm starting to realize like when you're in that situation working those jobs, you're like, "Why the fuck would?" That's gonna drive people out of here, like bothering. Customers, yeah, because everybody, everybody, everybody sees through it. Everybody, right. like, it's transparent as shit. But that's not the point. The point is, I think if you put more pressure on people when they're in the store, so they're more I'll, likely I'll to buy, buy this something. watch. I'll leave. They do. I don't think they want the people to be comfortable shopping there. I think they want the pressure on. Yeah, they want them to always be on the tips of their toes at all times, so you can fucking <laughs> shove them into buying a three hundred dollar watch for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, I talk them into it. I refuse to talk to employees while I'm, like, browsing places. Usually I'll, like, try to say something weird or awkward to get them to leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Which usually backfires on me because I try to be funny and then I realize that I'm not funny and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think I've mentioned before, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but I was at a shoe store once and I was looking at the exact shoes that I was wearing. Yeah. And a dude came up and was just like, oh, yeah, the Nike checks, uh, you you like those? And I was just like, nah, they look fucking stupid. Because <laughs> I was hoping him being a shoe salesman would look at my shoes. That's one of the things you're supposed to do. When yeah. You're the, when you're in the shoe business, when you're fucking... T- when, you're a sh- when you're in the shoe industry. When you're Al Bundy selling shoes. I was expecting that dude to have looked at my shoes, looked at the shoes I'm holding, and, like, made the connection. But I said that, and he was just like, oh, uh, all right, um, well, I guess if you find something you like, just, uh, let me know, I'll be over there. And he just, like, returned back to his, like, fucking lair over by the registers, and I was just like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> now, was he wearing those shoes? Because <laughs> that would make it even better. He thought I was dissing him. <laughs> yeah. That would have been really good. Everyone in the store is wearing fucking Nike SB checks. <laughs> No, usually when I ask, the only times I ask for help is when I'm, like, truly fucking confused as to where something is. Mm -hmm. And I've, like, been searching for, like, 10, 15 minutes, and I'm just like, alright, I need to ask this 16-year-old that has more knowledge than me. The fucking worst store for that is Menards. I can never find fucking anything I'm looking for I guarantee you they're all, like, fucking each other in the lights, light section. (laughs) There's something cool. really serene about those uh, all those light oh, fixtures yeah. that are on at all times. That is something. 
for sure. Yeah, it's one of the, it's like those liminal spaces. Like, uh, <laughs> you're familiar with that concept, right? Liminal spaces. Yeah, I, it's like I understand uh, it's illuminated space. No, it's, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, liminal space is like a like a like being in a school when like class isn't like well, oh, when there's, there's not no kids one there. there. It's like being like in a place What's in a time. Called? It's liminal space. That's liminal space. I thought it had another name where it's like you're somewhere where normally the back a lot of rooms people. is another phrase for it. Okay, uh, that's actually Kenosha. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but liminal spaces is stuff like that. It's like empty, kind of eerie places. Yeah. yeah. And that's what the fucking lighting section Menards <laughs> is to me. Illuminated liminal liminal spaces. Illumination. The Illuminati gather there, probably. Yeah, they gotta get their yard, their steak lights. <laughs> I could go for steak. Get a steak. I should. Get a light. Get a light. Light it up. 